When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors, and add blocks. No custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. That's bluehost.com slash wondersuite. What is up, everybody? How are we doing? Welcome to a tardy edition of Relationship Theory. Uh, we signed into the wrong account. So we're now in the right account. Yay! You hope. And we, no, we're in the right account now. That is for Schwazein. We, there we go. What oh, is that? There we yeah. go. Two people joining us. Uh, so today we're going to talk about lies. Lots and lots of lies. Hmm. Can you lie in a relationship? That's the question. Right. That is the and question. Thank you, everybody. We were supposed to actually go live yesterday, but um, we ended up have, getting stuck in a lot of traffic and etc. So that's why we've switched it today. So thank you for joining us. Yes. All we right. Far and wide yesterday. Far and wide. Wow. Um, all right. Let's kick. Let's just kick it off with a question. Let's do it. Let's just do it. All right. Um, so this is actually from anonymous. They didn't want to be mentioned, but they Fair wrote enough. into our connect inbox. Yep. Um, is there ever a limit to expressing your wants and needs so it seems like you're not just telling your partner what to do? I've been trying to get my significant other to open up and tell me what they need from me in our relationship, but they think by telling me what do, what to do or how to fix a problem is me being lazy and that after a year, my intuition should be better. I could really use your input on this. So- so do I understand correctly that what they're asking is for mind reading? I read the question. So, but is that how you take it? That's how I take it. That they're so, saying like, you should know me well enough that I shouldn't have to explain correct. this. That's exactly what they're saying. Yeah. So, so she's saying, what should I do when that's the response that I'm getting? Yeah. So always starting from a place of compassion, the person is obviously feeling some kind of way. They're feeling um, not heard. They're feeling not paid attention to, not listened to. They have a deep insecurity around it. Their reaction though doesn't make sense. Their reaction is, um, it's ineffective, is the least offensive way that I can say it. The moment you're asking somebody else to guess at what you're thinking and you don't wanna come out and say it, um, you've already got a problem. So yeah, 
that is a wildly ineffective strategy. So you need to get them to really answer the question the way that she's asked it. You need to understand, okay, they're coming from a place of insecurity. You don't wanna slap them around and just be angry and say, it's absurd that you want me to guess. It is absurd, but that's not gonna be a, um, a place that if you approach it like that, you're gonna get what you want. So I think they have to break it down and say, okay, the way that that makes me feel when you say that is that you want me to guess and I'm not gonna be effective at that, which is only gonna make you feel worse. So I'd really like to figure out how we can communicate in a way that makes you feel good, that makes you feel like you're being heard, where you can call me on something in real time if you feel like, hey, I'm, I'm presenting something to you, but I don't feel like you're listening or I don't feel like you're understanding or whatever. And so in the moment, we can catch it, we can break it down, we can figure out what I need to do to communicate. This could also be just a, uh, a style of communication issue where their style of communicating isn't isn't being understood by the other person. And so, for instance, um, if they need to be touched in order to feel connected or something and they're not being touched and so that their um, language of appreciation, for instance, isn't there. So it's like, oh, I've told you I have needs or I told you I feel down. The other person may be saying, oh my God, I'm so sorry. Like, tell me how I can help. But because they're not being touched and cuddled, then they just don't feel like the other person gets it. They're not listening. Mm -hmm. When that's not actually true, it's just a communication style difference. So. Um, this one comes down to you really have to, to talk about it. Now, um, the, do you have anything that you want to say to that? Not to that specifically. But. Okay. Because where I thought this question was going to go originally was basically lies of omission. Like, is there such a thing as under communicating? And for sure, I think there is such a thing as under communicating when you know there's something material that you're not telling the other person, you're intentionally not telling them. Um, and that becomes super toxic in relationships. But I used to do that with you. Yes. Um, which it wasn't on purpose. It was just like I. It grown... is on purpose. You just didn't have ill intent. Correct. That's what I mean. Yeah, you're right. So like when we first met, when I was younger, you know, it was like I would tell you certain things like, for instance, you know, oh, um, God, I'm trying to think. So flowers, for instance. Um, no, no, not flowers. Let's say birthdays. Um, I would say, oh, I don't want to, I'm not going to tell you what I'm, I want because I'm going to hint and you should eventually know. And then if you didn't get me what I wanted, I'd be a little heartbroken, like, oh, he doesn't know me well. Well, that, that really falls to this. Right, that's what I'm, I'm trying to go back to this question. Did you, you, that's what you meant when you said lies of omission? Stuff like that? Because that to me, that's, I wouldn't say that's lies not a really? lie. Lie of omission is something where you know, like, um, that the other person would really care if, like, let's say, this is for sure made up and I have no idea what made this come to mind, but let's say I, say, I, I fucking hate anybody that does drugs, anybody that's even ever done drugs, like I can never be around them. Mm -hmm. And you secretly know, oh God, there was that one time I did magic mushrooms and now I don't want to say anything, right? That's a lie of omission. Oh, right. You know that if you told me that, that I would have some issue with it. Mm -hmm. So that's what I was talking about with a lie of omission versus true under communication, which is where you're going with right, this. Right, yeah. I was going back to the um, under communication. But out of curiosity, what do you think about lies of omission? Oh, for me and you, like, I would feel so guilty. Like, we've... So the one thing that Tom and I have done in our... In our um, since we've met really is no matter how small it is don't lie because 
without meaning to because you know sometimes it's like oh yes your hair looks great today and that's actually a bad example so wait does my hair look bad no I wouldn't even say <laughs> that either my, my examples are terrible right now um, but like there's there's a people think that small little white lies don't make a difference it's yeah just, you're just trying to be sweet you don't right, want to hurt their feelings you don't want to hurt their feelings exactly but me and you over time have made sure that we actually don't even do those white lies so if I turn to you say like hey babe how do I look today which I have done before um, and I've said this story before, but I'll quickly um, reiterate it because I really like this example. Um, we were going out. It was a date night. I put on this new shirt that I had bought. I was really excited for you to see it. And um, I turn up and you don't say anything. And then we go out. We're sitting at the bar waiting for our um, our table. And I was like, he still hasn't said anything. So I'm just going to ask you, like, well, how do I look? So I was like, babe, how do, what do you think of this top? And no joke, he looks me up and down. Even to this day, like, it makes me laugh. But I'm like, I can't believe he just went, we're at dinner. I'm already dressed up feeling like, oh, I'm going to knock his socks off. And I get, Um, and the truth is, and I got upset. And so I just, I went quiet because I was like, well, what can I say to that? I can't argue with him. I can't say, how can you be so mean? Because I asked him the question. So I just went quiet. And over like a period of a few minutes, you actually said to me, what's wrong, baby? Like, did that upset you? And I was like, yeah, it really did. He's like, but look, I, I'm not going to lie to you. Like, and these are one of these moments he could have said, oh my God, you look stunning. And it wouldn't have, I wouldn't have thought twice. You wouldn't have thought twice. We would have moved I on I was with way it. tempted to say that, by the way. I'm sure you were, because it was a decision between hurting my wife's feelings and, or being on, um, you know, or telling the lie. And the fact that we've said we won't lie to each other, even when they're small little lies like that, because now I know when he says to me, baby, you look beautiful, I freaking believe it. Like, I don't doubt it, even for a second. I don't think, oh, what does he want? What is he trying to get from me? Um, I just, I really believe it because I know that that's genuine. And you even said, like, when we're lying in bed and I've just woken up in the morning and my hair's all, like, skew if and I don't have my makeup on... And you turn to me and you stroke my hair, which you've done many times. You're like, baby, you look so beautiful right now. I know that you're not bullshitting. And And that was what I said I wanted. I wanted to make sure that you would believe me in that moment. Because there were times where it would have been so much easier to tell a lie. And I didn't. So I'm certainly not going to go out of my way to say something if it's not true. Right, exactly. And I think that you, where it can get you into trouble when you're being that honest is if people have um, self-doubt within themselves or within the relationship. And so um, I think you have to have trust in the person to know that they mean it from a sincere place because I knew in that moment, like when I said, yeah, that really did upset me. And you said, but baby, I don't want to lie to you. Right. I knew that that was very sincere of you, that your feelings behind it, you're like, look, I don't just want to say you look beautiful for the sake of it. Um, and so what we did, like, after that, we discussed, okay, but it still hurt my feelings. Like, I don't want to dress up thinking I'm going to look beautiful for you, putting on an outfit that I think I'm going to knock your socks off, and I don't. Like, I would love to know that ahead of time. So we've actually come to the conclusion and to the agreement that what we're going to do is if I dress to look and try to impress you, before we leave the house, I'm going to ask him, hey, babe, how do I look? Do you like Such this top? Such a brilliant solution. And so what he then does is looks and says, no, I don't like it. And then I can make the decision for myself. Do I like the top enough to go, I don't care if he likes it or not, I feel good, so damn, yes, I'm going to go Which out and wear it. Which she does a lot, I do. by the way. Or do I say, is my goal to knock my husband's socks off? And if it is, and he tells me I haven't, I'm going to go bloody go change. Of course I am. But at least I'm given that opportunity to do it in advance mm. so that I'm not at dinner, sitting there, trying to look sexy, feeling good, and he's like, eh. 
So here's how we think of it, and this has been really important in our marriage. Tell the other person the problem when they still have time to fix it. Mm-hmm. Because once they can no longer fix it, it is just, it's so frustrating. And that's what spirals the night out of control. When you tell somebody and then go do something about it, it still stings a little bit just because you've been judged and found wanting, uh, but you can do something about it. And so that has become like a huge thing for us. Like, don't wait until I can't fix this. Yeah. Like, give me a chance to fix it. And um, A pretty awesome question it, has come in, yeah, by the way. It comes into play, especially if you work with your partner, because sometimes you're going to have to call them on something. Sometimes you're going to, you can't lie. So if you're really proud of something or your partner's really proud of something, they come to you like, oh my God, what do you think? Don't you just love it? You've got to be freaking honest. And that's actually something that we've had to um, adopt over time where I've shown you something. I'm so excited and I ask you for your opinion and you're not keen. Or in fact, he turns around and you've just done a piece of content and you're like, babe, what do you think? And I'm like, wasn't feeling it. And here's where then the next step comes in is you have to know how much your partner loves you and how much you love your partner because when those moments sting if you can say they're actually doing it for my own good they're actually doing it because they love me and they want good things for me and that's why they're being honest then you can actually step back and say thank you thank you for making me realize thank you for pushing me to be better and it becomes connecting the two of you and you actually bond at least I do I bond over like wow you just insulted me I actually handled it pretty well and now I've got better thanks to you being honest so if you guys can bond over that and really find the empowerment in that I think it's like it's incredible but you have to be open to it and know that your partner loves you and that's why they're being honest Mm. So I want to go on to this question because, yeah, it's really good. This is from Erin Grant. Can one get past lies of omission? It's yes, interesting think, that you I have think to think can. about that. I think you can because I don't think, like, in fact, it depends what, why they had lies of omission. Because if it's like, shit, I don't want to get caught and doing something, then, hmm, I don't know. Like, I think you can get past it, but I'd have Let's a hard say, time. Let's say make it hard. What do you mean? What would be really hard for you to get over? Assuming it was the lie was the big offense, not that, oh, they didn't admit that they had six affairs and nothing like that. Right. That's where I was about to go. Like if I was talking about someone having an affair and said to you like. Let's take that one out just because then that becomes about the affair, the affair more than hiding it. Um, God, the only thing, money is enough. So let's say, okay, we'd agreed, we had a spending cap and oh, I might've spent a little more than my spending cap. For three months in a row and I didn't want to say anything. Um, okay. Well, the first thing, if I found out, I would say, okay, well, why didn't you want to say anything? Like, what was it that you were scared about not telling because me? Because I knew that I shouldn't be doing it and I did it anyway. Oh, oh God. That, that. Which is the only honest answer, obviously. In fact, now let's make it more difficult. So I did it on accident and I didn't want to tell you. When I found out, I was like, oh God, I'm not going to bring that up. Yeah, I mean, look, if you didn't do it on purpose... But it was by (laughs) $10,000. I forgot. Like, I dropped (laughs) a lot of coins. Um, So it's like legitimately painful, but now I'm trying to... Oh, actually, here's a great one, because this is real. I can't believe people do this. So uh, the business is going under, Mm -hmm. and I'm just continuing to, like, re-leverage things and um, get second mortgages and take us deeper and deeper and deeper into debt, and I don't want to tell you. And so your, in fact, the way that you found out was they came to repo your car. Ooh, I like this hypothetical. 
skeptical. Okay, so the truth is, is that it's not even about the money. It's about the hiding the thing. Like, sell the house, whatever. Like, it would suck, of course. I'm not going to lie. But that isn't what makes this relationship. The rela- What makes us us and what makes me so connected to you is feeling that honesty. So I would have to ask a lot of questions. Like, why did you hide from me? Like, what was it that you c- didn't I feel like... I was embarrassed. You- okay. Why were you embarrassed? Because... I'm- did you think that I would judge you? Yes, and I judge myself because I wasn't able to save the business. Okay, so then we'd have to work on that. Like, A, what I judge is you not telling me. So I would go through the entire step by step and say, this feels like a betrayal to me because you didn't involve me. And so you were being selfish by handling things in the way that you felt was best, but by not bringing me in is very selfish. And now it makes me think about how you see this relationship. Because then the truth is, when we say this relationship is 50-50, you haven't acted acted in accordance to that so now it becomes what was our agreement and are you acting in accordance with it and the fact that you're not really troubles me and i'd have to break down why you did it are you looking to fix it is this something we can overcome is this a self-esteem issue for you is it something that i do that makes you feel bad like and really really break down every little step because look i'm not fucking running away from this relationship like i am in so how do we fix it but it would have to be very hard it would have to be very real i'd have to hear the truth of what i'm doing to make you feel insecure but also you'd have to hear the truth and you would have to make promises and commitments to me to then want to change because if you if i didn't see any sign of that if i didn't see any sign of remorse um, you know, feeling like, oh my God, I've, I've messed up, recognizing that you've done wrong. Like all of these things I think play into how I would feel about the problem. Because if you're like, calm the fuck down. Like I just put the house up for mortgage. What's the big deal? I'd be like, wow, we are on completely different paths. We are not connecting in any way. You, I feel like I'm not being understood right now and you're not treating it like a partnership. But if you were like, baby, I'm so fucking sorry. Like I just this happened and I just couldn't bring myself to tell you and right like it all depends on how you approach that word that was a long explanation but hopefully great. that was the best part of that answer was when you said what did I do to make them feel this way yeah I mean I think you have to also take ownership of yeah. it but at some Amazing. point you need to find the answer because if no yeah. for sure for sure all right so fan shout outs we've got some international peeps um in the audience today so watching oh. from australia brazil oh, no keep going keep oh. going australia brazil canada el salvador hawaii portland and wyoming Ooh, we got some rad stuff going I mean, do you on want to here read it if yeah you so sherry marie said my husband did this in different circumstances and we worked out the finance and he did it again and i feel uh the same the trust is broken because of he's hiding it he said the same as Tom about the embarrassment. Yeah. But doing it again, that's the crazy part. Like so, that's, that's, I mean, let's address that then. So what would you intense. do? Oh, man. Here's the thing. Like, after the first one, it, it is therapist city. Like, we have to be with the therapist. Because at, at some point, you've got to see that the person is willing to face profound embarrassment in order to be honest. Because the honesty is the bedrock on which everything has to sit. And if you don't have trust, dude, that's like a frenemy. If I couldn't trust you, uh, that's no good. That's frenemy city. 
And there's nothing more toxic than being in a relationship with somebody that you can't trust. Mm -hmm. So straight to therapy, do not pass go, do not collect $200, like sit down, figure this out, build in that trust, get an agreement, this is about trust. Like embarrassment sucks. Embarrassment is on the list of things I really want to avoid in my life. But trust over everything. So if we know that trust is over everything and you've got this really embarrassing thing, like you just own that you have to face it. It's crazy. You guys ready for a really crazy story? I'm going to tell you, a cra- this is real. I can't believe this is real. So there was a guy very loosely associated with somebody that I, uh, that is in my family as much as this is crazy. This is crazy. This isn't funny. It's, it makes me so uncomfortable. I'm smiling. You, you know the story. So this guy, basically the same thing. He lost his job. He'd been pretending to go to work for like six months or something. And they were burning money, burning money, burning money. And they had this trip to like Disneyland or something planned. And they were not a nice story. But like this is how people really get themselves in trouble. So was just so afraid to admit that he had lost his job and he felt worthless and all this stuff. And... They're getting closer to this Disneyland trip. Everybody's getting excited. We're going to Disneyland, going to Disneyland. Doesn't he like pretend he goes to work every day when he yes. doesn't? He couldn't... And, and then his daughter has a friend over like a couple days before they're supposed to leave. Goes into like the daughter's room at like midnight or something and says, hey, I've got to take you home to the friend. Takes her home, comes back and kills his family. Like what? That's so crazy. Obviously mental illness. But like up until that point, everybody just thought he was a normal guy. But I was like... He would rather kill his family than be embarrassed. Like that to me was such a disconnect from my experience as being a human that I was just like, Jesus. So anyway. Basically people deal with things like that in very different ways. But like that's how terrifying embarrassment can be for some people. So when I say you've got to go to a therapist and have a professional help you work this stuff out, it can be so deeply embedded in somebody to not be able to face that embarrassment. And like, at least for me, I would, you know, really kill create... his family. Yes. Killed his family yeah. in prison now. Yeah. Killed his family. Um, like I would do a hard line. Like I would say to you, baby, I love you so much and I can get through anything. I can't get through betrayal and lies. So yes, it sucks. And yes, we're financially in trouble and man, we're in it. It is a team. We've agreed when we got married, we are a team Um, together like every problem highs and lows we're in it together but that means that you have to be honest with me and the one thing I can't accept is the lies the one thing I can't accept is the deception now do are we in agreement Nella do you actually get where I'm coming from I will go to therapy with you I will hold your hand I will do whatever the frick we need I will downgrade my lifestyle because I don't need all this but the one thing I can't have is you doing things behind my back and that for me I would I would draw that line and I'll be like I'll do whatever it takes honestly whatever but I can't do it if I can't trust you Mm. and um, so yeah that would be my kind of line but I hear that yeah um, all right, guys, we're actually answering oh, questions it's live. it's so lovely listening so, to you guys. What's up, Maya? Drop, <laughs> drop your uh, questions and comments in the comment box below, and we're answering live. And then if you do... Like, I'm, like, distracted by you. If you do... Um, I think this is bringing you value. Please click that share button. All right, on to the next question. This is from Daniel Breeze. 
The last episode really resonated with me. You said that if there is no authentic self to bring forward yet, then you aren't done building yourself. I felt like this a month ago and we decided to separate so I can figure things out. Looking back, I was feeling like this for a long time before saying it and it led to a lot of resentment. How do you approach these difficult tasks knowing that it could make or break things? How do you get the other person to understand and integrate Mitigate. Oh, sorry. Mitigate the risk of sig- significantly harming their self-esteem. So I think the the honesty just has to be what the honesty is. And as long as that person is doing the work to understand how just because you feel some way about them does not mean that that reflects in any way, shape, or form some objective truth about them. And as long as you're presenting the information with compassion and not showing the resentment, because the resentment is on you. And if you know that like I've let this build up because I haven't said anything, then that's where Mm. it's, that's how you keep it from being a bigger issue that's gonna be detrimental and, and cruel, quite frankly. Because if what you display is the resentment and you're like, I can't believe you X, Y, Z, and you make me feel like this and yeah, get away from me, right? Whoa, like that, that would really hurt. Being rejected sort of at volume level 11, that's pretty hurtful. And you really have to process through like, wow, how did they get there? And separating your own feelings from what's really happening would be very, very difficult. Um, but I've been in situations where when I was young, where in the breakup, the person was trying to hurt me. And for me, the thing that made it very easy to deal with was, well, until you got angry with me, you treated me this way, Mm. which I now know you're just lashing out in anger. So it's the anger talking, so I'm not gonna take that personally. And- Interesting, I think the opposite. What do you mean by that? Like clearly you've been holding on to this. And you're now lashing, no, you're not, now not, using it, it in a moment of anger, which means almost going back to the lie thing. Like mm. you've been holding on to this and I've been thinking everything's fine. And now all of a sudden the truth comes out because let me tell you, I think there's there's an element of truth when people are that angry and he, they... Yeah, and I guess it depends on what they're doing. This in particular was the person was trying to wield my own insecurity against me. Mm. So it was like, yeah, you're like that is being used as a weapon right, right now. Right. So... It, yeah, it doesn't affect me in the way that the person was obviously hoping it would affect me. Only because I can see, like, they're hurting, they're angry, they're upset, they're trying to find any weapon they can. Now, it doesn't mean that the thing they were wielding at me wasn't true. Mm. I'm just saying it, it wasn't a big enough problem that they weren't in the relationship right. with me. So that's where it's like, okay, you, you have to do your work of like, somebody should be able to wield a weapon at you and you go, all right, look, I get why this is being done. Yes, people usually come at you with something that's real when they're trying to hurt you. Um, but once, at least for me, once I knew it was being done, like they were just actively trying to hurt me because of the situation, mm-hmm. like it would almost be more devastating if the person was like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. It's all me. It's just oh that. Oh God, people hate that. Right? Then it would be like, up. oh it's God. Not me, it's me. Yeah, that, that would be tough to deal with. Yeah. Because then I know they're trying to be sweet, but whatever thing it is, right. like they really just can't deal with. And so it's like, oh God. That would be tough. Yeah. But again, it just comes down to you have to do your work. So being honest, being true to yourself, not being stuck in a relationship just because you want to avoid hurting somebody's feelings. In the long run, first of all, they feel it. I just don't think there's any way to hide that. You can't yeah. fake the funk. So if there's something about them, 
You just have to have the hard conversation. Because remember, it's just something that doesn't line up with you. It doesn't line up with your personality. It doesn't mean that they actively are bad or unlovable or anything. It's just like, I don't vibe with that person. Yeah. So, you know, for all of your weirdnesses and peculiarities, they're not going to fit everybody. But they fucking fit me. And I'm like way into it. You know what I mean? So it's like, there is somebody who lines up with the weird stuff that you're into. And you've just got to find that person. So I, I just... And maybe I'm just too big of a selfish prick. I just could not stay in a relationship that didn't like make me feel better about myself. I just couldn't. Yeah. What? All right, we've got a would you rather segment. Answer along with us, guys. Drop your answers in the comments below as we as I read them out because we've never read them either. And what's um, up, Enid? How you doing? <laughs> would you rather have a partner who overcommunicates all the time or undercommunicates all the time? That over. is so easy. Over. Over. For sure. All day, every day. What about you guys? Over or under? Maybe, uh, who would say under-communicate? Just people that want to be left alone? That like peace? Yeah, people that don't like to talk too much. Yeah. People that think that their partner just talks all the time. And so it's probably they've been worn down to yeah. wanting under-communication. Yeah. Or they had somebody in their life who talked too much. I could see that. <laughs> there was a period in high school where I was like the person that people in high levels of distress would come to all the time there, there was a you period the there where i was well, i would have taken some under communication <laughs> i'll be real honest um all right would you rather share white lies with your partner every day or share one massive lie that you have to keep up with oh white lies for sure yeah, white lies for sure yeah a big massive lie i see someone even said i don't want to share every thought that's fair yeah yeah but what, what would you rather? Because I'm not saying I want to share every thought either. That would be tedious. But Oh, we've got a fan submitted, would you rather? That's oh, awesome. Lies. I love Absolutely. it when it's a fan. Absolutely, white okay. lies. Seen a lot of white lies come through. You guys are my uh, kind of people. This is from Noel, <laughs> Noel Elise. Would you rather settle for a partner who is supportive in all aspects of your life and goals but lacks drive themselves or a focus-driven partner who never backs you up and discredits your dreams? Oh, bloody wow. hell. We That's went easy. extreme. We hard. I was literally... Want to slap gonna... anyone while you ask that question over there? <laughs> oh, it was a fan-submitted one. I was actually about no to well, say man. focused and driven and then you took it all the way over to never backs you up and discredits your yeah. dreams. So that I'd have to put... Discredits. Like... That's intense. But So definitely... Definitely, I would rather um, the first part. Yeah, for sure. But if we stop the sentence at or focus and driven partner, so would you rather settle for a partner who's supportive in all aspects of your life and goals but lacks drive themselves or a focus driven partner that isn't really present all the time? Mm -hmm. I word that. What would you, what would you rather? Um, in that case, I'd want whatever made them feel most alive so that our time as a couple was really on fire. Mm. And I can actually see where it would be more beneficial to the relationship for one of them to just be way into the other and, and really authentically be able to come at it from that place, being celebrating it and cheering for it. Um, but if you found somebody that you really enjoy your time with and they just happen to be equally you know driven and ambitious and all that i think that it can work i actually think it's less likely though to work than one where one person is supportive of the other mm, really yeah for sure you're just less likely to pull in opposite directions 
And you think for us, though, what's really worked is that it's the same direction in it business. It is the only reason it has worked. Really? So you think 100%. if I was as passionate as I was, but I was passionate for being a nurse? Yes, we would not last. Really? We wouldn't be happy, not like we are now. Really? 100%. At some point. We wouldn't point, last? At some point, you taught me that you have to, like, there is just an amount of... You've got to be together. You've got to be spending time together. You've got to be sharing a vision. Yeah. And I think that even if it, there's no way the relationship would be as good, there's not. I agree, hundred percent. But you said we wouldn't last. That's what I was surprised that you said. Yeah, not certainly not at the way that we are now. There's I no. mean, I think a big reason how we connect is because we do it through business, like in the sense of like I see you grow every day, right? Like from when we started quest to now like i've seen every step of your evolution i've seen you interview with the thugs in compton um i've seen you know do all these things and so it's been it's brought me closer to you because i've witnessed all of these things so i think that that has allowed us to have such a strong relationship for sure but i never would have thought that like we wouldn't last that's interesting yeah, you're way hung up on that i, I know am. you you're gonna be fucking looping around that forever oh, we were lost <laughs> Here's here's the thing. All of what you just said is really powerful. There's another layer on top of that, which is a shared vision is incredibly powerful. Yes. And it's part of the reason that when people both want kids and like they just share that and they go all in on that, it can be such a beautiful thing. And when one person really wants kids and one is fine having kids, it's a disaster waiting to happen Hmm. because you don't share a vision. You're not working towards the same goal. Like from your own, like I want this. I want it. You want it. Oh my God, it's amazing. So for our own selfish reasons, we're moving towards it. Like to think about like, you not knowing like the day-to-day lives of the people that are here on our team that we're all fighting together there's this deep sense of camaraderie that when we win we feel like we're winning as a team if you're on the outside of that or you were winning as a nurse like doing your thing and you're nursing you save somebody's life and everybody there is fucking over the moon and then i'm on the outside and i like come home and it's a cool story and oh my god like i'm so proud of you but i'm i don't have any of the reference points so you, I think that it it is less. I'll just say that. Yeah. We don't have to loop around I'm this so forever. I'm so true. No, but. actually really, because I think there's a lot of people that are watching that. Are, I mean, I get questions all the time on my social about like, I'm, a, I'm an entrepreneur. I'm well, a f- let's look through their comments, shall we? Uh, but how, what, why can you keep romance? I'm not sure what is that, that Well, so... Yeah, I don't know if that means when you're going in opposite directions, because that's what I'm saying. Like, it becomes hard to have the level of connection. One, because we're at least physically together a lot. Correct. So, and maybe that's more meaningful to me than it is to you. You definitely, like, there's sort of a minimum threshold of um, emotional connectedness that you need that I have a much lower threshold for and for me just being in proximity is very meaningful but so going back though to the fact that this i i find a lot of people reach out to me especially females who are like i want to be my own woman i want to be independent have my own business but i also want to be there for my husband i want to connect and he's an entrepreneur so now you've got these two desires um i think we would figure it out and i think that 
yes, when I look at our relationship and I say all the things that really work for us, it's the decisions we've made. Like we didn't stumble into business together. We, you know, as I was starting to help at Quest, it became an active thing. Okay, are we doing this? And we made those decisions. So we went into it with our eyes open on the benefits. But I also think that people who have kids, like that's almost their joint venture right so they can come home and bond over the family they're building at home because they've agreed that that's a goal that they're going to put together and being able to see you evolve as a father i think would be incredible like if we didn't work together this is where i would find that big connection is like seeing you evolve as a father seeing you with our kids yeah Um, i was just answering the question from the like realities of what we're like a we don't have plan to have kids so you wouldn't have that and i'm saying advice for other people at home that are listening Not everybody works together. So it's, I think, absolutely played a part in why we are so connected. But I don't think it makes or breaks our relationship. Mm. And I think that we would find a way. And I think that this is a thing that people, a lot of people at home struggle with is how do I find that way? But I think it's having that common theme with both of you that you can reconnect with. We have it with the business. But I think there are other ways that other people can do it, even if they choose not to work together. Truth. Truth. Mm. All right. Um, So, oh, that's all we have time for. No more questions. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) That just happened. (laughs) I was about to read the questions. Like, no more questions. Oh, man. Um, All right, guys. Well, thank you so much for joining us. If this has brought you value, click the share button down below. That would be amazing. And make sure that you guys tune in next week. And we'll be taking your questions live. If you haven't already, by the way, be sure to subscribe. And until next time, my friends, be legendary. Take care. Peace out. Everybody, thank you so much for listening. And if this content is delivering value to you, please go to iTunes, go to Stitcher, rate and review us. That helps us build this community. And that is what we are all about right now, building this community as big as we can to help as many people as we can deliver as much value as possible. And you guys rating and reviewing really helps with that. All right, guys, thank you again so much. And until next time, my friends, be legendary. Take care.